Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast Episode 83. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and on behalf of God's Internet Online Church, I'd like to welcome you to God's Internet Church Podcast, which we've been studying the last few episodes on the book of Job, and we're going to be looking at Job Chapter 3 today. And, of course, do our prayer request segments and our um, benediction thing, blessing, and then our closing remarks. But before we do that, we're going to go to our song for today, and it's called, and it's called, I Surrender. I thought that being independent and self-sufficient was a really good thing. I was really connected to God. I felt powerful in my own life. Oh 
and amen. And that's just true with that song. Every day. This sums up a lot of the things I've been preaching to you a lot lately and teaching you a lot here on podcasts and on God's Internet Church online service and in Bible studies for God's Internet Church Bible study on Wednesday. We got to surrender and let God sit on the throne and he will give us, when we do that, we will be closer to him. And a lot, we still have problems, but they wouldn't be as severe as the way we handle them and try to fix them ourselves. And I do have to apologize. Um, I forgot to put my phone on bribe break. <coughs> and that's why the noises was popping in. Um, but it just lets us know that no one's perfect. The only one's perfect is God. Now, today, it's going to be a different type of podcast. Um, we're going to be dealing with the book of Job, chapter number 3. And basically, not a lot is going on in the book of Job, chapter number 3, because of um, what just happened now basically the subject here on the on the app that I'm reading the Bible from we're going to be reading verses 1 to 26 but it has a heading called the first speech of Job now the little review before we get going the devil has attacked Job with the first assault of Satan taking everything that came against him alright and that's chapter 1 and chapter 2 we learned yesterday that there was in a second assault going after his body with boils and he had to basically scrape them off with pottery Whew, that sounds like it hurts and we found out that his wife told him to basically curse God and die and then his friends came to mourn with him now as they're sitting just setting the stage as we're getting ready to read they're sitting with him and basically this prompts Job to tell his first speech his first speech so we're going to start in verse 1 and let me tell you something the 26 it's going to be interesting <laughs> after this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day and Job spoke and said let the day perish wherein I was born and the night in which it was said there is a man child conceived alright let the day be darkened let not God regard it from above neither let the light shine upon it let the darkness and the shadow of death strain it let a cloud dwell upon it and let the blackness of the day terrify it as the Lord's night lest darkness seize upon it let it not be joined unto the day of the year let it not come un into the numbers of months Lo, let the night be solitary, solitary. 
let it no joyful voice come therein. Let them that curse it, that curse the day, who were ready to rise up in the morning. Let the stars of the twilight, therefore of the dark, let it look for light, but have none neither. Let it see the dawning of day, because it shut up the door, the door of my mother's womb, or hid sorrow from my eyes. Why did I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? Why did the knees prevent? Didn't prevent me. Why did the knees prevent me, or why the breast that I should suck? For now should I have lain still and been quiet? Should I have slept and I have not been at, and hadn't been at rest? One thirteen, verses one thirteen is dealing here is a typical thing as we start. But I want to go here in verse thirteen to go on the record. Okay. He did not curse God. So the devil didn't win. See, the devil wanted him to say, Oh God, why? Oh God, you born me into this and then take everything away. You are a mean God. Da, 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 da. That's what the devil wanted. But Job loved God still. Job kind of understand. Even though we had that speech in verse 1, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. But now, he, the, the situation that's going on, he's realizing, hey, my kids are gone. My livestock is gone. My servants are gone. I have a wife. I have a wife that basically wants me to curse God and die she's not supporting what's going on with me but we also got to realize here she's grieving too and she's cursing God she's doing what the devil wanted but Job is not okay he basically is attacking the day he was born he was basically saying, why didn't I not die before I came out of my mother's womb? Why didn't I die from poison milk in my mother's breast? Why didn't I dis why didn't I come breach and my knees kept me from being born? Why was I even born? Take this day away from me. Now in the movies you gotta be careful with saying that because there's been quite a few movies out there that when they said they didn't want to be born but let me tell you something and the best one to say that and it's the one that played around Christmas is what's that favorite show that is played every year around Christmas times with John Bailey it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life it's a wonderful life and he he does wish that in that story. And he finds out that the life without him being there would have been a life of mess. Okay? But see, Job is now looking at the, in, the problem that is going on. And that problem is 
He lost everything. He's hurt. He's sad. But he knew not enough to curse God. But he had to reach out at somebody. So he reached out at the day he was created. Alright. And the day he was born. And now he's cursing it. Which he knew that nothing would come of it. He's going to be born no matter if he cursed it or not. Okay. And he's just going to have to deal. Now. We're going to go to... We're having a great pity party here. Which a lot of us do when we go through a lot of circumstances here. Now, it's actually at this point kind of good that he is throwing a pity party. Because if he would have kept all this stuff in, it would have drove him crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Or it would have made him despondent. Or he might have took his life. We don't know what would have happened. So it is kind of healthy that he is having a pity party. But he's directing his pity party to himself. Okay? Now we're going to start in verse 14. And see what he's got to say here. He said, With kings and counselors of the earth which build desolated places for himself. Or with prince that has gold and who filled their houses with silver. Or had hidden untimely birth. I had not been as an infant, which never saw light. And basically here, in these verses, now, he's complaining, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me when I was one of the greatest men out there? I served God every day. I made sure my kids were serving God every day. I made sure their sacrifices were taken care of so they wouldn't have sin with the Lord. But yet, the wicked and the hoarded people keeping them stuff for themselves are still got everything they need. And I gave to my kids. And who knows if he gave to the public. It doesn't say. But he said he was a well-known man. That God loved. You know. God loves us too. And he doesn't understand. Why they still have their possessions. When they're evil. And he lost everything. So he not cursing God here. He's cursing them. Why don't you lose that money? Why didn't you lose those houses? Why didn't you lose your family? To see what I mean? He's not cursing God. He's cursing the situation. And you know, it's hard when you're going through a pity party or something going on in your life. It's hard to look back. It's hard to see people with possessions that you think you need. Alright? But let me tell you something, saints. I know the end of the story. I read the book of Job before. I did this I did this study before on the podcast. In the end, you're going to find that Job is going to be blessed with what he had. Well, not exactly what he had. And more. He's going to get back similar to what he had. And he's going to get back what he had. And more. Not necessarily the kids are going to come back to life. 
Now, those livestock going to have, but God's going to give him a family again. God's going to give him the animals, his livestock again. God's going to give him servants again, and it's going to be two, two to three full. Okay, but like I said, it is healthy right now to be a venting. Okay, venting is healthy because it gets it off the stomach, and you don't have ulcers. All right. Now, verse 17. There the wicked cease from trouble, and here the weary be at rest. There are prisoners rest together, and they near not the voice of the oppressor. Still he's going on about all of these people. The small and the great are there, and the servants free from his master. Wherefore is light given to him that is in the misery of life unto the bittering of his soul. Okay? Now basically he finished up there what he was complaining about. Other people, <laughs> you know, having stuff and they're evil when other people don't have stuff. Now, verse 21, it says, Which longs for death, but it cometh not, and digs for it than for hidden treasure. Now he's saying here that he wish he could die. He's hoping to die. Right? Mm -hmm. Now is he suicidal? No. Does he really want to die? No. He's just in the situation where he's grieving and he wants to prolong his suffering. Okay? But he's not suicidal and he's not wanting to die. But he's longing to die. Yeah. You see the difference? Now, let me tell you something, saints. He didn't die. Okay? Now, now remember, these three friends are listening to this speech. And oh gosh, they're, when they get talking, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Verse 22. Which rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they can find their graves. Why is the light given to a man whose way is hid from, from, from whom God has hedged in? For by sighing, sighing cometh before I eat, and my roaring are poured out like the water. For the things which I greatly fear is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come on me. Now he's starting to make sense. He's telling you which he was dying. But now he's telling the truth. The thing that I was fearing have came upon me. The things I was afraid of come unto me. Okay? And I'm having trouble dealing with it. He's basically telling us the truth now, right? And then verse 26 says, I was not in safety... Neither had rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. But I disagree with that last thought there. He was in God's safe hands. Yes, God allowed these things to happen. And as we talked before, two episodes ago of the podcast, God allows us sometimes, one, to, to show the devil that, hey, you're not going to break him no matter what happens to him. Two, to get us back to him and three 
to get us to stop doing things and get us straightened out with him. There are the three things that God allow. But the devil cannot do all this unless God allows him to. And at this point, if we would have read chapter 1 with us together, if you're just joining us with this podcast, we know the book of Job, that the devil challenged God, and God accepted the challenge, allowed him to do things, okay? We have an accuser out there, and this is why we can't blame God for our troubles, because the devil is accusing us, he's challenging God, and God wants to show him, hey, in the end, He's not going to curse God. He's not going to curse me. Alright? And... But the devil is not your friend. He is your enemy. Okay? And if you're playing with witchcraft, he's not your friend. If you're playing with magic, he's not your friend. If you're doing any kind of devil worshipping, he's not your friend. He's got you exactly where he wants you. And you're to a death and sinner hell. And I have a feeling it would be a violent death. Am I right or wrong? Okay? So it's best to praise God when things are going against you. Because in the end, God's going to bless you through it. What is meant for bad becomes good through God if you serve him. Okay, now at this point we are at the end of the of the scripture. Well, we know that God is in His safety; He's not dead. All right, and we know in the end God blesses Him for everything and more to come back to Him. Not the same kids and not the same animals and servants, but God blesses Him with new and more. Okay. It says, neither had I rest. He hasn't slept. Now he's telling them how he feels. Neither was I quiet. I'm not going to be quiet, he's saying. Yet, I trouble came. In other words, I was in safety. I had rest. I, w- I did my job and I ministered. And I helped people, I didn't stay quiet, yet trouble came. That trouble came because the devil wanted to destroy Job. Let me tell you something, saints. The devil can try to destroy you. He might take your house, he might take your car, he might take your possessions. But in the end, God will give you back everything you lost and more. But if we realize it, God gives us a way of mistake, of escape in, the Bible tells us, in these situations. And that is going to God. Now, when all this was going, did we hear Job pray? Stop this? Did we read that? No. What did we see? We just heard the calamity going on and going on and going on. But I bet if Job would have asked God to intervene, he would have intervened. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to take from this story. God makes a way of escape through our storms of life. And that is coming to him and asking for help in our times 
of trouble. Now we may never deal with losing kids, losing livestock, losing your home, losing all your servants. Some have, some haven't. Some might just be crying because because something minor happened. But the thing is, we all have Job life experiences. Me and my wife was going one through quite a while, wasn't we? Mm. But now we see an end to it, don't we, dear? Mm. She's sitting in here in the podcast room. She's not speaking loud if you can't hear her. So I don't want you to think I'm talking to myself. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because she's here. And yes, are we to the point where we're all the way happy yet? No. But we do see a light coming, right? And we know God's going to bring us out of this Job life experience one way or another. We just got to learn to trust Him. And that's what we've been doing. Alright? And that's what you need to learn to do. Alright? Now, so that comes to the end of the Bible study today. And I think I wrapped it all up, right? As it's okay for us to have pity parties, all right? But we need to thank God for what's going on, too. And we need to make sure, make sure that things are coming together the way they're supposed to be by letting God help us, okay? Now, I want to go to the prayer request segment and I'm going to read them over and then we're going to pray for them. Now we've been praying for my dad James Weaver who is part of the God's Church um, God's Internet Church online group uh, online service. He's got an aneurysm on his heart, his aorta of his heart so we need to pray that God would take care of that. Pray for my mom and her back and some insurance issues because of it. We need to pray for my cousin Margaret um, for she's part of the group too for things going on with her brother and her leg. We need to pray for our friend Lloyd. We haven't got an update on him. We asked for an update. I don't think he got back has he? Mm -mm. We haven't got back to us yet but he has cancer. Um, The last time we talked to him the cancer was doing better but then him and his wife got COVID the last time we talked to him. Um, then for my friend Sean, he's like a brother from another mother, his two unspokens. And then for his mom's um, hip recovery from her hip replacement surgery. For my wife and her brother, as things come to an end with the, the estate, that things are shared the way they're supposed to equally. And maybe there can be some healing there because her brother's caused some things that made some hurtful feelings happened and and uh, we might have the way we reacted might have caused some things too but we we want God to take care of those things and then for my friend Paul not the same Paul in Georgia we need prayer for his back he heard it his kid heard it jumping on him um, and that his business he's got a rival business right across the street in a country area being built and we got a, he wants prayer that 
God will provide there and for his daughter not to get COVID when she's at school um, we need to pray for my cousin Sharon and her family there's some things going on there for my aunt Denise for her back for her upcoming colon surgery and then we need to pray for my cousin Lori there's some things going on in her life that needs to be dealt with and for my for, for my blood pressure I've been having some issues with it in fact I had a little bout with it this morning um, I went on and went on to doing it I haven't checked I wanted to check before I did the podcast but circumstances came up where I didn't get a chance to and then the time was for the podcast so I had to take care of it but you know I am feeling okay so I believe it's all working out um, then we need to pray for my aunt grandma for her um, eyes and ears and legs to be better she's 93 years old she's at that point of having a pity party she's ready to die and go home and my grandma needs to hear this 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 podcast but <laughs> but she'll end up telling me that's it's a good message but it's not for me you know because but anyways she uh, need to pray for her and then we need to pray for just my cousin-in-law going to be my cousin-in-law Justina for her elbow and there was some other ones that was brung up yesterday that I heard and I needed to put on the list you remember what they were what were they um Well, I have to do some investigation and get those two. We'll just put those two down as an unspoken. And then there's some unspoken requests going on that some church services that we did implement and some more that's coming up of church services that we want to do. And uh, we're praying about God's birthing in us. So we'll pray for those unspokens too. And so let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now to be with my dad, Lord, with this aneurysm on his aorta. I just ask you, Lord, to be the great physician, the great doctor, Lord, the great architect, to go in and fix where this problem is, this causing this, this aneurysm on his aorta. We just ask you to strengthen the aorta too, Lord. Be with my mom with her back and let this insurance situation be taken care of, Lord. And let her bills get paid for her back therapy, Lord. I mean, maybe all the other insurance stuff is getting paid, but they won't do nothing with her back until this is settled. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my cousin Margaret and the situation with her brother. We ask you to work it out and be with her leg, Lord. And I ask you to be with my cousin, not cousin. I ask you to be with Lloyd, Lord, and his cancer. Keep healing him, Lord, and touching him. Be with him and his wife over this coronavirus, Lord. We just ask you to work it out and Lord we ask you to be with my friend Sean and his two unspokens Lord and we ask you to be with his mom's hip recovery placement recovery and let everything go good there we ask you to be with Paul and and my my uh, wife as they go through the estate let the lawyer get with us like he's supposed to uh, he told us last week he would get with us for Ruth some paperwork for Ruth to sign but he haven't heard from him maybe it got delayed the things but 
We just make sure everything works out the way it's supposed to work out. We need to pray, Lord, for Paul, my friend in Georgia. We ask you to touch his back. We ask you to be with his business and let it be a blessing. We ask you maybe let the people that are deciding this business across the street, they decide to move to a better location and be with this kid and keep her from coronavirus. We ask you be with my cousin Sharon and her family and everything work out that's going on there. Be with my Aunt Denise, Lord, for her back and for her colon surgery coming up. We just ask you to work it out there. Be with my cousin Lori and all the problems she's got going on, Lord. We ask you be with my blood pressure, Lord. We ask you to touch and heal and fix things and let us find out what's going on. And Lord, we ask you be with uh, my grandma and touch her eyes and her ears and and her legs, Lord, and where she can move better, hear better, and see a little bit better, and see better. And Lord, we ask you be with Justina's elbow. We ask you to touch and heal her. And Lord, we ask you be with those unspoken that I know I got to add, Lord, but for some reason I don't have them, and I will get them. But I forgot to write them down when I was told, and um, so we just pray that that um, everything is okay there. And then for the unspokens of some of this ministry that you want us to do, Lord, new things are coming up. We just ask you to guide and direct. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. And at this time, we're going to read the benediction, benediction blessing to you. And... And it says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steepest, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. 1 Corinthians 15.58 I read that as a blessing over your life, over this congregation that listens to podcasts, and also maybe some of the guys in that church listens to this podcast too. And I just bless that over you right now. Read this this benediction over your family. Pray it over your family. And you'll realize things will be changed. You still have problems in your life. But you'll feel God with you there. And also, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, share it with people. Because we want to help a lost and dying world. And it's not just my part of helping a lost and dying world. God wants you to help me help a lost and dying world. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, share it with other people. And actually, this is a continuing podcast from Hub Hopper. Um, when they got their new app, when they got their new app, we. Had I had to start it over, I couldn't figure out how to resume the regular podcast. So there's another God's Internet Church podcast out there. And if you know people that used to listen to this group, tell them that the podcast is going on. It's still going on, but it's under a, a new, not a new platform, but a new starting over. But we're picking up where the episodes left off and I even numbling the episodes where they left off so if there's a way you can do that do that too and uh, on that note I like to say God bless you 
be good to one another, be kind to one another, and help one another. And the next time we see you for God's Internet Church Podcast will be Monday. I mean Tuesday. And uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And if you want to be part of our next service, it'll be God's Internet Church uh, online service Sunday night at 5 o'clock. Um... But if you don't, if you can't come to watch that, you can always type on Facebook "God's Internet Church," and it will take you to the to the site where we put all the sermons on after they're live broadcast. It will take you to take you to the Facebook group that we share the videos on, or you can go to YouTube on our channel called "God's Internet Church," Pastor Ron. Weaver, and it will bring them up there too, and you can share there now, too. And on that note, my cousin Lori will be here this Sunday. To she's an evangelist, and she's going to be preaching the word of God for us, and uh, ministering the word of God to us. So I hope that you enjoy. And on that note, I like to say God bless you, and have a blessed weekend.